Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at www.cwcsj.org for service times and directions. I don't mean to get graphic, but when, when uh, me and my wife have our intimate time, when we're close, when she's, when she's on the other side of the room, or in another room in the house, and I'm trying to get her attention, babe, Ange, I got to yell. But when she's closer, when I have her closer, I don't need to yell. I just need to whisper. The closer you draw to God, You don't have to yell to get his attention. All it takes is a whisper. So if you're tired of the noise in your life, everyone's screaming, everything's yelling, ask him to take you a little closer. Take you a little deeper. I want to know. I want to know your heart. Come on, Troy. Let's sing. Oh God, so pull me a little closer. Take me a little. Come on, make it your prayer right now. I want to know your heart. I want to know your heart. Cause your love is so much sweeter. Than anything I've tasted, I want to know your heart. I want to know your heart. So pull me a little closer, take me a little deeper. I want to know your heart. I want to know your Cause your love is so much sweeter. And anything I've tasted, I want to know your heart. I want to know your heart. So pull me a little closer. Take me a little deeper. I want to know your heart. I want to know your heart. Cause your love is so much sweeter. I want 
your hands all over this place right now for many of us all we have seen have been problems it's time to flip the switch and start seeing the glory of God rather than seeing our struggle you've been dealing with the same junk in your life over and over and over I don't know how many of you in this place but you recognize, you know, I'm sick and tired of this merry-go-round I'm on. Tired of going through the same, excuse the expression, I'm tired of going through the same crap over and 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 over again. The, the madness has to stop. That's not what God's intention for your life is. That's not God's purpose for you. He died on the cross to cover your sin, not for you to stay in it. He came to set you free, not to keep you in bondage to it. 
We, we got to break it. It has to stop. And I don't know if you're, how many in this place are sick and tired of being sick and tired. That's it. I want to, to stop the world. I want to get off. I'm tired of this ride that, I, that I'm on. When you were younger, it was kind of cool. It was kind of cool to see what was going to happen, the things you got into. But as you get older, you start realizing, man, this is, this is getting old. I want some direction in life. I want some blessing in my life. I want the favor of God on my life. I'm tired of going through this circle. Do you understand that God has a plan for your life? Do you understand that God has plans for your life? And that God even took into account your screw-ups when he called you. That your mess-ups don't wipe out God's plan for your life. He knew you were going to mess up. He, that's why he says, I know the plans I have for you. I don't have just one. But all of them lead to the same place. Honey, you were set up for glory. You were created to rock. God wants to show off in your life. Last night, last night as I was just before the Lord, I just found myself repenting for this house. Repenting for you. Crying to God for you. Asking God to forgive me for what you've done, for what we've done. Listen, I believe in grace. I love grace. Paul made the case for grace when he says that where sin abounds, grace much more abounds. That when you screw up, God grace comes in even stronger. Then after that, Paul says, but wait a minute, am I saying that shall we sin that grace may abound? Shall we just keep on sinning? When I was in college, I had a friend, we were both buddies, and we had a saying, shall we sin that grace may abound? Yes, we shall. Because we were both, I don't want to go there. Your pastor wasn't always saved. But it came to the point in my life that I realized this, that if I was going to get to heaven, I needed his grace. But if I was going to get to my destiny, I needed to walk in obedience. So here's the dilemma. You want what God called you for. And you're sick and tired of the merry-go-round that you're going on right now. You're tired of the roller coaster life that you're on, ending up in the same place when you get off the ride. And you're willing right now to say, Pastor Dan, I, I want to break the cycle in my life. I want to break those things. See, I'm not just going to repent. I'm not going to just uh, feel remorse for what I've done. I'm going to repent, as we found out at the men's conference. We want to change our direction. We want to get off this thing. We want God to bring about a change in our lives. 
Right now, if you're here, these altars are open. And if you're here and you just say, you mean business. You just say, Pastor Dan, I just want to, I want to start all over. I want to start all over again. I want to get back on. I want God to do something new in me. I, 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 want, to, I want to change my marital life. I want to change my relational life, my financial life. I want to change what God, I need a change. If you're here and you mean business this morning, see, we're, we're not even going to go through the preaching right now. We're just going to invite you to the altar, if that's okay. You need God this morning. You're just saying, Pastor Dan, I just, I just, I'm ready to, to, to do something new. As the band continues to play, these altars are open. And you know what? We're going to pray you through. We're going to believe God for breakthrough. You're sick and tired of being sick and tired. Or maybe you're here and you've been going through the motions of church. You got the religion down. You know how to, wait, wait a minute, Pastor Dan, you should be around in your second point about right now. Sunday mornings at this time, you're preaching this, this point. You've gotten to the point that you're so conditioned spiritually that you're missing out when God wants to do something new. And you just want a fresh touch. These altars are open as well. Come on, Troy. Show me your glory. Show me your glory. Show me your glory. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Your glory, my God. Show me your glory, God. Show me your glory. Show me.
before you, Lord, on the end of victory. We speak on victory's end, God. We speak on victory's end. We speak on the winning side, God, because you have it all in control. Jesus, we're grateful. Jesus, we're grateful for you, God. We ask, God, for an increase of more of you, Lord. Surround us with your presence. Surround us with your love. Completely overtake us. We want to know your heart. Oh, surround us with your presence. Surround us with your love. Completely overtake us. We want to know your heart. Around and know your heart. I want to know your heart. We want to know. 
champions that God created us to be is because our focus is upon the storm and not upon the God of the storm I need you to understand something this morning is that the storms that you face in life are not always judgments that the, the tough times that we go through in life is not necessarily a judgment of God if you read in the Bible that the story of the, the, the disciples, after they performed the miracle, immediately Jesus tells them to get in the boat and go to the other side. They obeyed God, and on their way to the other side, they encountered the storm. I need you to understand that even when you do what God tells you to do, 
You're going to run into some storms in life. You're going to go through some battles. You're going to go through some difficulties. And the Bible says that Jesus watched them from the shore as they were going through the storm. And that they struggled for hours, almost eight hours. These are fishermen and they can't make any progress. You see... It's not the storm sometimes that bothers us. It's the intensity of the storm and the fact that we don't feel like we're making progress. Have you ever felt like you're not making any progress in life? You feel like you're in the same place? You're, you're, you try to move on and you're trying to get your attitude better and then you start dealing and then some knucklehead comes up and you're, you're usually okay but then they cut you off on the freeway and now every other word is coming out. You're flipping them off. You're honking at them. You're, go, you're going and then after you're done, you're like, oh, shoot. I thought I was, pro- I thought I was progressing. It's not the intensity of the storm sometimes. It's when we feel like we're not making progress. And then here comes Jesus after they're struggling. The Bible says that he would have passed them by. I need you to understand, Jesus doesn't just jump in your boat in your storm. You have to look for him. And we're so busy trying to get through the storm that we're missing out on the presence of God walking around your boat. When they see him, they think it's a ghost. Follow me on this. They think it's a ghost. And they get scared. See, many times we have more faith that God is, can't walk in the storm. We have more faith that Satan is in our storm than we have that God is in our storm. And when he sees Jesus, he said, they ask, is it you? He says, it is I am. The same words that were used when he talked to Moses in the burning bush. Who should I say sent me? Tell him I am has sent you. Listen, your storm takes many forms. Your storm right now may be spelled cancer. Your storm might be spelled marriage. Your storm might be spelled addiction. Your storm might be spelled money. Your storm might be spelled peace. You might be going through some struggles, but I need you to understand that when you find out who is in the middle of your storm, his name is I am. What's I am mean? Whatever you need, I am. You need peace, I'm I'm your peace. You need finances, I am Jehovah Jireh, the God that provides. Whatever you need, I am. I need you to recognize something this morning. Peter sees him and says, Lord, if that's you, command me to come out of the boat. Lord says, come. You want to do something great for God? God, command me. Wait for God to command you. Don't jump out of the boat until God commands you. You'll drown. He steps out of the boat. And he starts walking on water. The Bible says that he started getting distracted by the effects of the wind and the waves. Let me ask you a question. Mind if I sit down? Is it possible for a man to walk on water even if there were no waves and the water was crystal clear? Is it possible for no wind, no storm to be around and then still walk on water? How many of you have ever gone to a pool and tried to walk on water? 
God, if you're here, let me walk. Come on. I tried that as a little kid one time. It's impossible, even if there's no wind and waves, to walk on water. And yet, Peter lets the things that have no bearing on what he's doing distract him. Did you catch that? That we get distracted by the things that have nothing to do with whether it's possible or impossible. We're so caught up on things in our life that have nothing to do with our storm, whether the ability to do what you're doing. And yet we get so caught up on the outside things that have nothing to do with what God wants to accomplish in your life. It's impossible for a man to walk on water, whether there's a storm or whether it's clear. This morning, I need you to understand, if you're going through a storm right now, I just want you to stand up. You're going through a storm right now. You're going through a battle. You're facing something right now that you're going through a, through a time. There's a tempest in your life right now. You're going through this time. I need you to recognize right now, get your mind and your focus off the effects of what you're going through right now. Forget the effects. The effects have nothing to do with your ability to make it through. The effects have nothing to do. What you need to do is recognize this. As soon as he began to sink, he prays the greatest prayer that was ever prayed in the word of God. Jesus, save me. When you're in trouble, you ain't got time to get eloquent. Ain't got time for old Jehovah God who dwells in the celestial kingdom. Jesus, save me. In fact, I don't even think he said Jesus. I think he just said, save me. If I'm Peter and I'm walking on the water, Pastor Nick is Jesus. Stand up there, Pastor Nick. Hey, you're tall enough just to step up there, bro. There's a gap between him that the waves are covering and coming in between. He begins to sink because he focuses in on the effects. The moment he yells, save me. The distance between, save me. I don't know how God did it. I don't know how Jesus did it. From the moment he said, save me. Jesus came all the way from that point to this point in a matter of time and picked him up out of the water. No gap immediately. We got to stop trying to do this on our own and start calling out to God and saying, Lord, save me. I need your help. The thing I love even more is as they go back to the boat, Jesus didn't drag. He didn't drag Peter in the water. Peter walked with them back to the boat. You will not drown. You're going to get through this junk. You're going to get through this thing. You're going to make it through your storm right now. You're going to make it through that situation. They get back in the boat and the Bible says they all begin to praise God. Listen, your storms should not cause panic. They should cause praise. Amen. So if you have a storm right now as you're standing, everyone that has a storm, stand to your feet right now. We're going to do something. We're going to praise. Do you understand that wasn't a, that wasn't a prayer Peter gave? Save me. It was a praise. It wasn't a prayer. It was a praise. Save me. 
became an act of faith that said this, you're the only one that can help me out of this situation. Ain't none of the disciples, ain't no boat, no rope, nothing else out here can help me. So when I say save me, it's an act of praise that recognize you and you alone are the only one that can get me out of the storm that I'm facing. No one can help you through your storm but God. You're facing your storm. You're here right now. You got cancer. You're here right now. You got a sickness in your body. You're here right now. You got an impossible situation. I want to invite you to the altars. We're going to stand in agreement with you. And you're going to just call out to God to save you. And we're going to come into agreement with I'm going to have the prayer team stand up here, the pastors. And we're just going to all just agree with you. In fact, you know what? What I want you to do, give me a line of, uh, of my staff this way and then the prayer team on the other side there. And we're just going to have you start a line on this side. You're going to walk right down the middle through here. And then it, we're just going to have our own little fire tunnel here. So... So if I can get uh, a couple more ministers over here. There you go. There you go. On each side there. All we're going to do is you, if you have a storm, you have a need that you're going through. I know this seems a little weird to some of you. Like, wait, wait, what's going on here? This is what's called a little fire tunnel. You're going to just kind of walk through here. And as you're walking through, we're just going to lay hands and pray for you. That way, every single individual on the prayer team or the pastoral staff. Come on, bro. Get on up here, man. We're just going to lay hands and we're going to pray for you as you walk through. Just kind of keep on moving. If you fall out or something like that, we'll grab you by your feet and just pull you all the way through on the other side and leave your pile of bodies on this side, okay? But as the worship team sings, let's just, let's just bring it. Come on, guys. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. 
break every chain, break every chain, break every chain, to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Sacrifice so freely given, such a price bought by redemption. Heaven's gates swing wide. Oh, sufficient. Sacrifice so freely given, such a price, a redemption, heaven's gates so wide. Break every chain, to break every chain, break every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. To break every chain. Break every chain. Oh, to break every chain. There's an army rising up. There's an army rising up. There's an army rising to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There's an army rising There's an army rising there's an army rising up. 
Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Oh, to break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain. Oh, there's an army rising up. There's an army rising up. There's an army rising to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, to break every chain, break every chain. To break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain to break every chain, 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 break every chain. If I want healing, just 
call on your name, God. They will break every chain. Oh, Lord, if I want healing, just call on your name, God. Believe will break every chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I want healing, just call on your name, God. Your name will break every chain. Jesus, 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 save me, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Every eye will see 
Jesus, our God, great and mighty to be worshiping him on out. I'm going to invite you just for these last moments, if you could stand to your feet, and we're going to lift up God who's on our way out. We're going to lift up this song to him. The song simply proclaims that with everything we will shout forth your praise, which means your lips aren't the only thing that are shouting forth the praise of God, that when your hands are raised, that itself shouts forth praise. And then you can also sing it over your family that the lives that they live or the life that you live from here on out will shout forth praise. Everything that you have received within this service this morning from here on out will shout forth praise. Say, with everything, with everything, we will shout forth your glory. Come on, let's sing it out. With everything, with everything, we will shout for your praise. With everything, hey. with everything, we will shout for your glory. 
Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at www.cwcsj.org.